Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rolling Dice. This is the Battle Report uh, podcast uh, presented by More Than Dice. I am John Spencer, one of the three hosts of More Than Dice, and uh, I'm bringing you a 40K Battle Report today. Uh, I got a game in against my buddy Chris uh, a couple days ago and figured I would uh, just uh, give you guys an idea of what we did, give you uh, some more uh, some more 40K goodness here. Now, Chris is in the midst of fixing up his knights because he is really terrible at figure cases, and his knights keep getting beat up, so he didn't have all of his stuff with him, so instead he's like, I only got a little bit, so uh, he made up a force he was comfortable with that was about 1,250 points, uh, which gives you potentially two detachments, which is good because I didn't really bring 1,250 points of any one thing easily, oh, easily, um, and I needed to split my detachments, of course. Uh, so he was playing Imperial Guard with uh, some knight support. Uh, that would be, he had a Lehman Russ, a unit of Bullogrins. He had probably three platoons of dudes, uh, th or three squads of dudes, at least. Let's see, uh, probably more like four squads of dudes. And he also had two Psychers and his Warlord Commander, two Mortar Squads, and then two... Uh, Armager Warglaves, which were the ones with the Thermal Lances and the little mini chainswords. Um, I brought my Admech and Knights, <clears throat> and had a little more variety to take, so I took um, Tech Priest Dominus Steve, as I always do, with his Eradication Ray and Macro Stubber. Um, I did not make him my, my Warlord, so he did not get a Relic. I had... Uh, uh, Tech Priest Engine Seer Boomer, who just has his axe, las pistol, and servo arm. He's just there because his second HQ need one to fill out that particular uh, formation. For my troops, I had a full squad of Skatari Rangers uh, with Omni Specs. Uh, the sergeant had a Taser Goad because he was modeled with it and an arc pistol. And they had three arc rifles in there, so that was sort of a jack of all trades squad. Okay against vehicles, good against dudes. And then I brought a minimum-sized squad of rangers with two uh, transuranic arcubi, arcubuses technically. Uh, they also had nomi-specs to ignore cover, and the sergeant had absolutely nothing because it's not worth it on a five-man squad like that. Uh, such, such an expensive one, yikes, because those arcubuses are 25 points apiece. Not cheap. My last squad was actually Skitari Vanguard with uh, three plasma culverins and the sergeant had a power sword because that's what he's modeled with. Uh, in addition to that, I added a knight and two armager helverins. The helverins are the ones with the auto cannons, and I believe my knight is an errant. I'm trying to remember the names of knights. I'm not good at that. It is an errant. It has the thermal cannon, um, which... Uh, is super good at killing most everything in the game. And then I also had a uh, one of the rocket pods on its back, the not the storm sphere, the iron storm missile pod, which is good at killing troops and okay at medium stuff. Then of course there's a heavy stubber as it always does. Or Meltagon, I chose the heavy stubber because that's what it's modeled with. And then the two Halverins were just standard with uh, heavy stubbers on top of them too. Because it's not worth taking the melted guns on something that's supposed to sit back and shoot from like 60 inches away. Um, so with that, I made my Knight Errant the Warlord. I gave him, I believe it is called the Fury of Mars. Uh, I play House Tyrannus, which is one of the um, Mechanicus uh, Ordos. Um, 
uh, one of the Questor Mechanicus uh, ones, and I did that. Most Fury of Mars yeah, is the uh, specific uh, thermal cannon, which has a longer range, 48 inches over the standard. I want to say 36. Let me get you some details, Phil, because it's a 1250 battle port. You know it's not going to be too long. Yeah, it's 12 inches extra range. Uh, same other stats. The only other difference is it always basically counts as being with half range. It always rolls two dice and chooses the higher for how many wounds it does. So that's super cool. Uh, that and my Warlord trait was Ion Bulwark, which gives him a 4 plus invulnerable save versus ranged weapons. It is super good. I'm uh, not sure it was the greatest idea to put it in there, um, but hey, you know. Uh, and also, uh, I didn't make my, I didn't make Tech Priest Steve the uh, Warlord because I don't like the Warlord traits and relics for Admech as much as I like the ones for Knights. They have some interesting ones, but based on the limited profile available to your characters, it's not as good. You know, it's, they got all these ones that are like Power Fists and all, but you don't, your character on power fist, you have to put it on an elite guy, which I couldn't afford, and I'm not sure I would afford in this force, because the elite guy is mainly for helping out the robots. Now, I like robots. I haven't used them yet, but I do like them, and I think they would be cool. And you think even the cybernetic David says is a, I mean, he's a four wound dude who hits him a three plus and all, so making his power fist super cool is not a terrible idea, but I'm also not sure it's the best use of one of your limited relics, so. So one of the weird things I noticed with the game is how the relics are and all. I really like the relics and the warlord traits from the knight's book, and most of the other armies I do not like as much. Death Watch not as much. Uh, I like their warlord traits a little better than the Admech ones, and the Admech I like their relics a little better than the ones for Death Watch. So that was our forces. Uh, we ended up with the mission Kill Confirmed out of the Maelstrom of War, out of uh, the Chapter Approved 2017. And it's pretty much a standard game. We put down six objectives and we draw our cards uh, from our uh, decks, or you roll them up there in every book. They have the chart of this is what your your uh, objectives are. The cards are really helpful. I know they're an extra accoutrement, cost more money, but they're really helpful, and I definitely suggest them, especially because they come with all the... Uh, uh, command point stratagems you can use and uh, that's really helpful because I just get rid of like okay I'm not using these I can't use these these are the ones I want to focus on so I can remember them all so standard rules uh, the only difference uh, that tells you, you get three tactical objectives every turn the only difference is you cannot discard ones that require you to kill opponents things unless your opponent does not have those things uh, um, also you get an extra point for every enemy unit that is destroyed so, other than that, pretty standard rules for First Blood, Slay the Warlord, Linebacker, all linebreaker, all that stuff. Uh, so we deployed in a, sort of a sort of a, a pyramid formation to go up the side six inches. Then the center point is uh, 19 inches up, or no, not 19, 16 inches up, and you sort of draw a point from there to the edges six inches up, and that's your deployment zone. A little weird, but cool. Uh, I put my knight way up in front, uh, took cover with most of the rest of my dudes, the Helverns were flanking around one side, because uh, based on where the objectives were, there was one in my deployment zone on the right side, that I got a squad of Skatari nearby, and there was one on his side that he had a ton of dudes around I wasn't going to get to easily, so 
I said, forget it, I'm not going for that. The rest were clustered middle to left side, so I focused that way. I set up my ranger squad. I used one of the Adeptus Mechanicus stratagems before the game uh, for my specific uh, Forge World, which is Stygies 8, which uh, gives me a penalty to shoot at, gives them a penalty to shoot at me from outside of 12 inches. They have clandestine infiltration. Uh, you can take a one Stygies 8 unit from your army and ambush instead of placing it on the battlefield. Holy crap, that's just says unit. I thought it was infantry. Uh, unit. I could take anything. That's really, really horrific. Robots nine inches away. That's going to happen. I'm sorry, Chris, if you ever listen to this. That's happening. It's going to be ugly and glorious for me. So, uh, sorry. But yes, you set them, <laughs> you put them in ambush instead of placing the battlefield. At the beginning of the first battle round, but before the first turn begins, uh, we did realize that that's a little weird timing. Uh, you would roll to see who goes first and then deploy them. That's sort of what we figured out. Um, and then, but that's uh, at the beginning of the first battle round, but before the first turn begins, the unit is revealed, set up anywhere in the battlefield that is more than nine straight from enemy models. So I put them uh, on the left side of the battlefield, uh, in front of one of his armagers, because he had an armager on each side, tank sort of metal, middle across from my knight, and then dude spread out towards the his or my right in the middle area, than elsewhere. I put them there because I figured they could plasma the Lehman Russ at long range. At, well, they have assault weapons, so it's, range doesn't matter as much. They could plasma the, the Russ at range, and then shoot guardsmen with their guns, and then charge into another unit of guardsmen, and I would get maximum use out of them. Uh, so I did that. I had won the role to go first. He did not seize the initiative. Um... And we went, so they went in, and I rolled like poop for their shooting. They ended up doing two wounds, which is it means that between hits and wounding rolls, I got one through on the Lehman Russ for Ray. Um, it's okay. Uh, then I did, I killed like one or two dudes. He took cover with them. Uh, it's one of his stratagems, and I killed a couple guardsmen uh, around the battlefield. The Archivist fired, did some damage to some guardsmen. The other unit of Skatari with the arc rifles just ran to the objective because I had drawn a card that was control that objective. The other objective to control was objective four, and that shit was not happening because that was the one sitting with all of his dudes and mortars and shit around. Uh, my Helverins popped around, popped some shots at some dudes, did some good damage. Um, the uh, Knight Errant just walked up the middle of the battlefield as he's wont to do. Uh, the Ironstorm rocket pod can fire at models not visible, so I fired at a unit of uh, mortars, killed the entire unit, because it gets D6 shots, and each one does two wounds, so everyone he fails is a whole base of mortars gone, so that was three mortars gone. Uh, I got six shots with the Melta Cannon, and ended up hitting and wounding with three of those on Lehman Russ, and with two dice each, I nearly get to ten, and I ended up killing Lehman Russ pretty categorically with that. It didn't explode. End of the turn, I had two point or three points, one for killing Russ, one for first blood, and one for holding objective three, I think it was, which was the one my Skatari with arc rifles took. On his turn, uh I also charged in with the Skatari Rangers on one of his guard squads and did okay and didn't take as many back, so I took one back, so that was not bad. Uh I had chosen uh for first turn the canticle that gives me uh, reroll ones to shooting, and I'd used a command point with uh, Boomer to make the Knight Errant count as ad mech for, or get the you get the bonus of the 
Canticle for that turn, which was cool. Um, not sure it was necessary, but it was cool. Uh, his turn, he had all of his stuff run forward. Um, his guardsmen stayed in combat with my uh, with my unit of uh, vanguard. His two armagers just advanced up towards objectives. Guardsmen came out. Bullogren came out behind him. I think I might not have mentioned he had Bullogren. He had a unit of Bullogren. Um, they ran towards one of my knights, or my knight errant. Uh, he took as many plasma shots as he could and did, I want to say, just two wounds because even at a 4-plus Iron Bulk is great. I had used my Rotate Iron Shield stratagem on one of the Helverin because the uh, his uh, Armager Warglaive had gotten close enough to Melta me with both his Melta, his Thermal Lance, and his uh, Melta Gun on top. So I figured... Let's go to 4 plus save on him, see if I can save some. And he ends up not wounding or hitting with any of them, so he got out unscathed. He affixed bayonets with his unit in combat, rolled some dice. I think he ended up killing nobody with that. Um, he killed one, his thermal cannon killed one of my Skatari Rangers in cover with the objective. Uh, took a bunch of other shots, and eh, that's pretty much it. I think he all told he killed two Skatari Rangers out of the same unit, the Arc Rifle unit, and then also killed one Vanguard total that turn. Uh, he charged in with the Guardsmen and the Bologren on my Knight Errant. Didn't do terribly well. I think he did another two wounds to me. Actually, no, I think he did. He got me down to 21 wounds, so I think he did another one wound to me. Uh, my Overwatch Fire was terrible wounding. Pretty solid hitting, but terrible wounding, so I didn't do that much damage to him in. But luckily, I'm a knight in their infantry, so uh, on my turn, I drew. Uh, if one knight charges, I get a command point. I get a victory point. If up to if three charges, you get D3 instead. Uh, if you kill a psyker this turn, you get a, a victory point. So I trampled over his dudes. Doesn't do any damage, but I'd done some with the stomping. Um, Bulogrins are actually really difficult to kill because they have a three plus or four plus invulnerable that, if you use the right psychic power, becomes three plus invulnerable, and if he takes cover versus shooting, becomes two plus, which is kind of bullshit. But hey, it is what it is. I'm fielding a knight in the twelve hundred fifty point battle. I can't really complain. Trample over them. Uh, fire my shots all over the place. Um, Tremor with thermal thermal cannon did a fair amount of damage to his uh, armager warglaive on the. On my right side, heading towards my arc rifle squad. They also did some damage to it, left it at about half wounds, I believe. Uh, the other one ate um, both Helverns shots and left it at three wounds, because they do three a pop with those auto cannons, and that is really way better than I thought it was going to be. Only minus one save, so he's getting a four up, but you put enough shots into somebody, wounded on fours, you're going to do some damage. Um, but yeah, so I also fired at the mortars, killed another base of mortars. Stub gun finished off a squad that had one dude left worth a victory point. Um, then in the assault phase, I had both Helverins assault the Bulogren. I had uh, Engine Seer uh, Boomer, who had fired his last pistol to no avail, charged some guardsmen and did nothing. But he also didn't take a wound, so I don't really care. He's tying up those guardsmen. Uh, the Knight Errant, in the most egregious charge in the history of charges, charged a single Psyker on the ground and stomped him to death. Uh, the Guardsmen and Vanguard were still fighting. I was given better than I got, so that's great. Uh, on the Bullogren, I did a couple wounds, thinking I'd have taken up a whole model off entirely between all the shooting and everything. That's part of why I stomped the Psyker. A, it was worth points. B, it also got rid of the ability to make their save that egregious. Um, they hit back, um, did a fair amount of wounds. I think they did five wounds to one of my, uh, three or five wounds to one of my 
uh, Helvern, which is okay. I get a six up, uh, feel no pain. So when he gets through, each of his ones does deep or does two wounds, and I get to save those on a six plus, which is super cool. Uh, I actually chose House Tyrannus because I liked the Fury of Mars uh, cannon because I have two different uh, knights with uh, the thermal cannons, and I thought that was cool. And then I read their rule that they were Mechanicus bonus, and then I found out that they get a six plus feel no pain, and I'm like, well, I'm sold. That's awesome. Plus, their stratagem is when one of their knights is killed, as long as it doesn't explode, you can spend two command points, and it comes back with D3 wounds at the beginning of the next phase, which is great. <clears throat> so, uh, at this point, he is bringing everything he can, trying to shoot at my knight errant, um, but it's just not enough. He actually did not get another wounded. I did rotate iron shields on the next turn. Um, he did get my one helver, and I think down to six wounds. Um, but then on my turn, I left him in combat. The other one, uh, left combat as you're allowed to. He can't continue to shoot and stuff because he's not a full knight, but he left and went back to an objective, um, just in case. And there was no point in wasting two of them. The one was holding up the Bologren well enough until I bring my knight back. Uh, I did end up finishing off that guard squad with my vanguard and they moved spread out for maximum effect, um, they plasma. They fired their remaining their plasmas. Uh, I think one had overheated the first turn. Uh, the other two fired at the Helverin that had three wounds left and managed to kill it. The I fired my light weapons at a single guardsman left from a squad, killed him, and then ended up charging a character. In hindsight, I should have ended up a little further away from the character from the guardsman and shot the character, made him closest and shot him. But hindsight. Uh, did some damage to him. He didn't do <clears throat> anything in return because a four-up save is just good enough. Um, my arc rifle squad continued to take pot shots. I finished off the mortar squad. Um, charged both uh, one remaining guy from a squad and a, or two remaining guys from a squad and a character. Killed them both. And at that point, Chris shook my hand because I was at 12 or 15 total victory points, and it wasn't really worth it for him to continue uh, fighting this battle. Uh, what I would say the downfall was, I mean, my going first round was really good. Uh, I've got a pretty good strategy with my guys. I actually want to try out some other uh, houses, though I do love infiltrating my... So I want to do one of two things. I either want to try out one of the four different forge worlds. I won't be able to infiltrate my vanguard, but by infiltrating them I lose the minus one to hit, which is a problem. <clears throat> um... So I might want to try another one if I'm going to go forward more, and then I can play my second unit of Vanguard I have. And I might actually make some more Vanguard. I still have 20 Skatari left. I could make a Vanguard squad with Arc Rifles, which would be interesting. They'd be cheaper than the Plasma Culverins. Uh, I would need another box of Skatari, but that's not a problem. We will see, or maybe I'll get someone to get me some uh, Kill Team uh, Admech, since that's going to be running around a lot. But I guess I want to try that, or I want to try... It's weird. Uh, you know, I just saw that... Like I said, I just saw that one stratagem lets you take any unit, and I think my robots coming in nine inches away from something is going to be absolutely horrific. Now, I've got to spend some more uh, command points on them in order to get the best use, because, so the way robots work, robots are pretty good. I'm going to throw some stat line at you, because we got a little more time here. I like to get to about a half an hour or so. Seems like a good value. The uh, 8-inch move, 4-plus weapon skill, 4-plus weapon skill, strength 6, toughness 7, 6 wounds, 3 attacks, 10 leadership, 3-plus save. Um, they also get the canticles of the Omnissiah. They have Repulsor Grid. They have a 5-plus invulnerable save against shooting. In addition, if you roll a 6 after rerolls, but before modifiers, uh, for an invulnerable save, the unit uh, that made the attack suffers a mortal wound. 
really cool. Uh, they explode. Uh, they uh, each time a model is reduced to zero wounds. Roll d6. On a six, explodes. Each model within three, each within three takes d3 mortal wounds. Pretty good. Could also trigger some fratricide there, which is not good, but it is what it is. Um, so uh, when this, they have battle protocols. When this is set up, the Aegis Protocol is in effect. You can attempt to change the unit's battle protocol to start each your movement phase if there's a friendly Forge World Data Smith within six inches. Hence the problem with setting them up nine inches from the enemy. You're not going to have a Data Smith. To do so, roll a d6 and a 2 plus, you turn successful, and you can select any one of the three battle protocols to take effect from the start of the next battle round. Otherwise, the attempt fails and the current battle protocol remains in effect. So, not as good. But, uh, so the Aegis Protocol is once. When, whilst this battle protocol is in effect, you can add one to any armor and invulnerable saving throws you make for models in the unit. Plus one's pretty good. You're basically canceling out, well, in a lot of cases you're canceling out their save modifier. If they don't have one, you're becoming a two plus. Uh, they have Conqueror protocol, protocol. While in this battle protocol is in effect, the unit cannot shoot, but it can fight twice in each fight phase of any, instead of only once. Really cool. Uh, the Protector Protocol, while this battle protocol is in effect, the unit cannot move or charge, but you can double the number of shots it takes its ranged weapons. Cool. Now, they're armed inherently with uh, Castellan Fists and an Incendane Combustor. Incendane Combustor is 12-inch range, heavy D6, strength 5, minus 1, 1 wound, automatically hits. It's basically a big flamer. Castellan Fists add plus 4 strength, making him strength 10, and is a minus 3 save modifier and does 3 damage, which is really good. And... Since a wound on threes is even pretty good at killing a knight. So, sort of why I'm looking at getting, you know, two or four of them up there. You might be able to take out a knight or cripple a knight before they get to go. And you're pretty good against the return. they got to go to the big guns to really kill you well, or... And that's not as many attacks, so it's not as not as good. Um, you can emplace the uh, Incendiana Combustor with a heavy phosphor cannon, which is 36-inch uh, range, heavy three, strength six, minus you save. Uh, you get no cover for them, which is cool. Um, and or you can replace the fists with two heavy phosphor blasters. So people like to take them and make them the ultimate shooty. Well, each model will have nine shots at strength six and minus two save and one damage, no cover. And then if you take protector protocol, you get to fire twice. So each model's putting out 18 shots, which is pretty good. But I feel like I have enough shots, and I went for melee. But there's a cool guy on Shapeways who adds little bits that you add to the bottom of the fists. So you have the fists on. But looks like they have guns too. So at that point, you can sort of count as what you want. Which is good because I like the extra value. Some people magnetize. I have a, I'm not good at that, so I don't generally. Now, I was talking about having to use more command points with them if I do infiltrate them. <clears throat> That's because there is one uh, command point, uh, Binaric Override. They need to work on their words. Um, use this stratagem at the beginning of any phase to change the battle protocol of one of your units of castle and robots. This unit's battle protocol cannot be changed again for any reason for the remainder of the battle. So basically, I spend one point, I put him in the kill stuff and melee pat uh, pattern and just go to it. Um, you know, they're not that good. They don't have invulnerable save in melee, so that's not as good. But if you're going against something, you know, small enough, you just crush it and you continue on to the next unit. So that's worth thinking about. Um, it also means I don't have to bring a cybernetic data smith if I don't want, because I could just be like, you know what, suck it. They're going to be over there being a pain in your ass. They're a bit expensive to be doing that, but, you know, I might just do it anyways, because uh, robots are, what are they called? Castle and robots. They're 65 points with nothing. Their fists are 35, so they're 100 each. And the combustor is, starts to die. 
21. So they're a buck 21 each, so a unit of four of them is almost 500 points. Quarter your army, but they do a lot of damage, so we're thinking about. Um, we're thinking about. So there you go, there was a battle report. Um, uh, my next battle report, I think, is going to be Star Wars Armada. We'll see when that comes out. I'm uh, playing a game uh, later today of that, and hopefully get about a report to record it for that for not, for not too long. Uh, for more than nice, I'm John Spencer. Thank you for listening, and have a great one.